Hi, I'm Kim Vu. Welcome to Vietnola, the show about being Vietnamese in New Orleans. Vietnola is our window into our Vietnamese community in New Orleans and a bridge to Vietnam. We're a member of the family of shows on the podcast network, itsneworleans.com. Xin chào quý vị. Đây là bài Vietnola, chương trình pháp hành về cộng đồng Việt Nam ở New Orleans. Vietnola là một cánh cửa để nhìn vào cộng đồng ở New Orleans và một cảnh nối với quê hương. Vietnola là một số trình diễn trong chương trình pháp hành podcast itsneworleans.com. Today on the show, we'll have a conversation with Stephen Collier, a son of a Caucasian Louisianan father and a Vietnamese mother and the owner of The Good Children Art Gallery in the Bywater neighborhood, and also a musician. Stephen came up in rural Louisiana as possibly one of two Vietnamese people in the area, including his mother. Since then, he's escaped to Louisiana's diversity safe haven of New Orleans, where he not only became an artist, but also helped found The Good Children Gallery along the Bohemian section of St. Claude, dotted with cafes and galleries both before and especially after Hurricane Katrina. A local musician, Stephen has agreed to join us today as possibly Vietnola's first ever local bohemian of Vietnamese descent. Stephen, great to see you again. Nice to see you. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, I actually grew up in Hawaii until I was 12. Oh, okay. And, and then, then my you father ended retired up... from the Navy. And he went to his hometown of Natchitoches, Louisiana. Which Nat- is, so it was uh, you and Natchitoches. Well, you know, I don't think um, there were some Hawaii shrimpers. and Louisiana has too much of a difference. I mean, they're both loaded with cultural histories mm-hmm. and folklore. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're sim- more similar than you think. Except that one place has amazing beaches. Yes. That would not be the place we're living in now. And a lot of Asian people. <laughs> a lot <laughs> of Asian people. So that's actually a very uh, good point. There is a pretty strong... Um, Japanese community, and then here you are in rural inland Louisiana. What was growing up there like? Uh, you know, it's a small town, but there's a lot of ch- kids. So <clears throat> I met people who are still my best friends, mm-hmm. and so like Dave Bruyette, like David Bruyette, and we started playing bass together. And you know, you just do things that kids do mm-hmm. in high school, which can be very mischievous and. <clears throat> Trouble. And you were total trouble. And you can do you know you do constructive things as well. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. says, laughing. Uh, did you have um, any Vietnamese family move out there after you and your mom settled there? My mom sponsored her brothers and sisters, <coughs> and her mother. So there was six brothers and sisters and her mother, and all their kids. So the probably I think it was like 1991. <clears throat> They all show up to our doorstep from Vietnam. <laughs> so I had to remember all these people's names and the hierarchy. And it, right. was, it was pretty interesting. All of a sudden, I had this sort of instant Vietnamese community, ex- extended family community. Right. Did your mom, did you grow up speaking Vietnamese to your mother? I, she said she tried to teach me, but she, was, she moved here um, right after I was born. I mean, before, right before I was born. Mm-hmm. And, um, so she was struggling with her English and learning English. And see, she, she said she tried to teach me, but I was hard-headed. The kids were hard-headed, but... As we all are. Yeah. And how's your Vietnamese now? Very, very limited. Uh-huh. Musician, artist, member of a gallery collective. You're truly a professional bohemian. Where exactly in Louisiana... Oh, sorry. Describe exa- geographically where Natchitoches is. 
And did you have much opportunity there to develop this clearly dominant creative component of your personality? You know, uh, Natchitoches is four hours north of um, New Orleans. Okay. It's along the Red River. Red River sort of changes course, so it's it's small. It's the oldest settlement in Louisiana Purchase. There's a lot of Creoles there. There's a lot of plantations there. It's, the, the the black cowboys who ride sideways are there. There's a lot of there's a lot of culture there. Um, as far as I, I played music in school, um, what kind of but music? Orchestra, and then okay. I also had a, a small little band. But I didn't really get into visual arts until after the fact. I was probably in my mid twenties. I came to New Orleans to go to school, and I took a photo class and. The next semester, I, I changed my major from psychology to art. You've described your art as, quote-unquote, death cults and Mardi Gras. Can we talk about that? <clears throat> well, a lot of my work's <laughs> about the American dream and how it can be con- controlled through uh, <sighs> by people through fear. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm making a lot of... I'm in, sort of interested in the idea of Mardi Gras masking and... Uh, how people create these sort of psychological barriers when they're in ma- like when they're in disguise. Definitely. And my, my work's always evolving, so it's never about one thing. So I try to layer my work with many layers, so it's about many things. And I, the Mardi Gras cult- culture in rural Louisiana is very different from that here in New Orleans. It's a little different. It's a, it's well the the Cajun Mardi Gras is uh, more of a more of a traditional Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Where it comes from, like a European background, where it's, and I guess New Orleans is too, but it's just, it's, it's a lot different. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it's more Creole here and more Cajun in rural Louisiana, yes. I think. The, you're saying Natchitoches is along the river. So, did there end up being more Vietnamese community there just uh, with that, with the industry along the river? There is a couple, there's a college, Northwestern, and then there's Scholars College. And there's the Louisiana School of Math and Science. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of high schools, but that's sort of like the industry there. Mm-hmm. And there's a little, and there's cotton fields. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, there's a lot of you're surrounded by cotton fields. <laughs> so there's not that many Asians, except for the I guess the ones who were parents were teachers and whatnot. So <clears throat> hard being an Asian minority growing up in that neighborhood. Uh, you're a little different. I mean, at first it was a little different. I, I used to look a lot more Asian than I do now. So, okay. How so, so? I just guess my Asian features have sort of... Melted away with yeah, age. Yeah, compared, compared to when I was younger. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, you're exotic in this in this small town, so it's... Good, it's good or for, bad way. It's good for certain things. I mean, it's, there's a yin and a yang, right? <laughs> what, was the, what was the good parts? That? I guess the ladies. <laughs> Well, la di da. I'm Asian. Was that your thing? Was oh, I never. Well, just I guess so. And the bad parts. Uh, I guess people try to challenge you. Uh-huh. I, th- I remember the first day of school, I got into a fight. Did you win? But then I ended up being best friends with the guy later. Interesting. Yeah. Did you win? Uh, it got. It was stopped before. There was an outcome. Yeah, of course I won. <laughs> <laughs> um. Any interest in going to Vietnam? I've been to Vietnam. Okay. I'd like to go back. Actually, when I was there, I was I was thinking about moving there. Mm-hmm. When was this? I went two years ago with a, a friend of mine. My father lives in Thailand. Okay. 
So I went to go visit him, and I decided to go to Vietnam as well for, for a couple of weeks. And I, I sort of used Saigon as the home base, and then I went to surrounding areas, went to my mom's hometown in Mita. Uh-huh. Stayed, okay. I was just planning on staying there a day, and we ended up staying there three days. It's pretty hard. I was very fascinated by the, by the, the area. Uh-huh. Plus, we found a really good guide, and she took she had a boat, and she would take us out on the Mekong, and we saw the Coconut Monk's place and surrounding islands. Also, a Red River. The Delta. Mm-hmm. It's a Delta. It's almost it's a lot like New Orleans. Did you have any interest in exploring the art, the artist community in Vietnam? I did. There's not that many artists there that show, but I found um, one contemporary gallery, and I ended up. I got the name of it Quan. right i mean i would say there's a lot of galleries but maybe not contemporary yes. galleries so I, I hung out with her for a couple hours when we talked and she told me to go a few places and she explained sort of the rules on the state and art how they had to every show had to go through <clears throat> they had to register each show before it was up uh-huh then sort of okay it would you want to be there and make art yeah, I, I would. I think I would. Wouldn't mind going there and doing some projects. Mm-hmm. Do you involve yourself much with the Vietnamese community here in New Orleans? Uh, I go to eat a couple of days a week. <laughs> um, What's your favorite restaurant? I think every. I, I don't think there's my favorite restaurant. I think every restaurant has its better dishes. I totally disagree. I totally. I think we've talked about disagree. this before. <laughs> I think we're yelling. As far as fun, <laughs> I, I like uh, Dong Fong. We had some strong opinions that clashed, I think, mm-hmm. about this certain topic. Uh, in a bit, I want to hear more about your band. But first, I'd like to go to our segment, The Etiquette, where we explore the quirks and charm of culture and etiquette, both here in Vietnamese New Orleans and in Vietnam. So before this, I did not realize anyone but my mother did this. The smelling kiss the sniff greeting. Kiss. Yes, I thought it was just the thing my mom did to not get lipstick on you. <laughs> you I didn't realize that until my extended family came in and uh, I got a kiss like that. Can, we, can I, you explain to our mom, listeners? Oh, a, a sniff kiss is when you greet somebody and you sort of give them a, a sniff on the cheek. It's, it's almost like a, like a smell. Suctioning, right? Yeah, it's, it's almost like a smell, smell. test. <laughs> okay, you you smell okay. You smell all right. You're okay. <laughs> My mom's my mom's theory was it's so that she doesn't get lipstick on everyone. But it's like kind of an invasive sniffing. It's like suctioning on When you're not used to it. Right, 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 right. You should try that. Every culture has its own kiss. Like the, you have the Eskimo kiss, the butterfly kiss, the French kiss. We have the sniff kiss. The sniff kiss. Well, you know, there's a lot of pungent smells in Vietnamese cuisine, so I think everyone's just checking, yeah, right? As, as long as you smell good, you're okay. <laughs> what about your band? What kind of music is this? Uh, the band is called Shadow of the Capricorn, and it started off originally just me recording music at my friend Dave's house, Dave Briette, mm-hmm. and he was sort of the engineer, and everything was sort of written and recorded in three hours, and so it was like really, really wrong. You know, a lot of times it didn't it didn't work out. Did you hear the that, songs, Dave? The songs didn't work out. Not all the and time. And esteemed musician in town with Gal Holiday and the Honky Tonk Review. That's correct. And what did what was the instrument instrumentation? It was mostly it was everything. I played everything from guitar to synthesizer to uh, the wiffle ball back to 
So we're talking hipster. Is that the genre? No, it's just more <laughs> experimental. It's not for everybody, but I think there's a pop base to it, and there's song. There are actually songs. Some go. There's songs that are more noise than others, but but now I have um, two other people that I've been collaborating with, and so it's more of an equal collaboration. Do you perform in town? We have. Where? At One Eye Jacks. We've oh. done that twice. Well, la dee da. That's a pretty big room. Yeah, I was opening up for Balzac. He's a good friend of mine. He's sort of encouraged me because these these songs were never meant to be played live, and he was always encouraging me to play live. And eventually, he said, "I had this gig. Do you want to open up?" And he gave me three months to put a, a band together. <laughs> so it happened, and now it's it's becoming more organic with other other members. Well, and, you have an upcoming album. It appears. Uh, we're writing music. Mm-hmm. We're writing music. Yes. Meaning, what's your ETA on this? Uh, there is none. Okay, so it's a it's, a, it's, it's going to come together. We we have a few songs. We have a few songs already, and it's, it's it's coming together. Okay, and our projects. Let's talk about the Good Children and how that process started. Well, after Katrina, moved to New York and did a residency with the LMCC, which is the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council. And then after that ended, I wanted to come home. I kept my house. So I wanted to come home and do something. New New Orleans home. New Orleans. And uh, so ten of (coughs) nine other friends and I came together. I was looking for a space with a friend. I had some other friends looking for a space. So we all came came together and opened this space in St. Cloud. It was the first uh, artist-run space on St. Cloud. Now there's four or five Mm -hmm. and other galleries that have opened up since then too. So, so we almost created this, we created this whole new art district mm-hmm. on the other side of town. And there's like, I think of what, first Friday? It's the second Saturday second of the Saturday. month. Every, every second Saturday of the month there's an opening. And they usually start around six. In the evening. And does each member of the collective uh, exhibit each month? or is uh, Not necessarily. Each member has control of the gallery for that, for a, a certain month. And then they can do whatever they want. They can curate shows. They can show their own work. They can do whatever they want. Um, and then we have a few months out of the year where we do collaborative uh, projects together. When's anyway, you, it's all it's all very democratic. When's your run up? I have a sh- <clears throat> control the gallery January two thousand and fifteen. Oh goodness! Okay, so you're kind of on cruise control until then. Well, I have a lot of work to do. In exhibiting, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Any exhibits coming up you want to share? With uh, right now, I have um, a show at Artist Curated Projects in Los Angeles, and then in May, I have a show at the New House Contemporary Art Center for Contemporary Arts in New York, as well as Secret Project Robot in New York. Okay, exciting stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us and sharing with us your your life and your and your artwork and apparently your music career that is a work in progress. Underground. <laughs> thanks for having me. It was fun. That's Vietnam for today. Thank you so much for joining us at home, at work, on your phone, wherever you are, and whatever you're doing. And a special thanks to today's guest, Stephen Collier. Our show is produced by Kim Vu, Tom Lasher, and Grant Morris. Our technical director is Chris Kehoe. Our theme song was composed by Taylor Smith and performed by the Swamp Lilies. 
The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes some of the best audio recording and live sounding products, including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Air Studio monitors, and much more. Visit www.presonus.com for more information. You can follow us on Twitter at It's New Orleans. You can like us on Facebook. We're at It's New Orleans. And you can subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes and Stitcher. You can listen to our other Vietnola shows on our website, itsneworleans.com, as well as our other shows, Happy Hour, Out to Lunch, Mindset, True to the Game, and Midnight Menu Plus One. Keep up with all kinds of fun happenings here at Vietnola by getting on our mailing list. Sign up on our website, itsneworleans.com. Vietnola was recorded today in the lovely city of New Orleans. If you'd like to be a guest on Vietnola, we'd love to have you. Drop us a line. You'll find all the information you need on our website. Vietnola is produced by INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For everyone here at Vietnola, thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you back here next week for our next episode of Vietnola. Until then, I'm Kim Vu. Bye-bye. Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees.